Hi, this is David Vinson, and I'm the superintendent of schools for the Wiley Independent School District, and I'm joined by my co-host, Amanda Martin. Hi, I am the Director of Counseling Services and the Wiley Way, and welcome to the Achieving Kids podcast. Our goal is to provide a better understanding of how the decisions we make help promote the best interests of our kids and community. We will tackle big subjects, entertain different viewpoints, but the focus will always be on equipping you with the strategies that will help them become Achieving Kids. Amanda, we have some special guests today. I know, it's so fun. So, Dr. Bob Collins, he's chair of the Collin College Board of Trustees. And the thing is, he's been with Collins since its inception in 1985. Is that right, Dr. Collins? Wow. That's incredible. I graduated in 1986. I could have taken full advantage. Yeah, you could have. <laughs> Absolutely. And Dr. Neil Matkin, good friend of ours and friend of our colleges and president of Collin College. And Amanda, we also have a person that's going to really bring a lot of date, data and details. Kim Spicer, Dr. Kim Spicer, she is deputy superintendent in charge of all things. And really one of the, th- the main folks helping us get mm-hmm. ready for dual credit. So since she's, let me ask this, Dr. Spicer, how many more credit hours do we have now than when we started as far as just calling college dual credit goes and between Wiley East and Wiley High? Oh, wow. I can tell you that in uh, the 1920 school year, Wiley ISD students earned 5,717 credit hours at Collin College. And we've increased our enrollment in from 317 students in the fall of 17 to 583 in the fall of 19. Dr. Matkin wasn't sure that we would be able to maintain our level of success, but I will tell you that in the fall of 2019, 97% of our students passed their dual credit classes and earned college hours. You know, Dr. Spicer, part of a leadership is putting out <laughs> challenges so if people can rise to that opportunity and you folks not only rose to the challenge, you've, you've surpassed any expectation. Mm-hmm. It's been wonderful. Well, thank you. I am so proud of our kids and our school and our partnership with you. That is a nice save, sir, and I appreciate that. So (laughs) here's the thing. It's Gratitude and Celebration Month. Yes. And one of the things, fellas, that we wanted to do and make sure that we celebrated here is Mm y'all. Because from the moment I got here, Dr. Collins has been that person who's the steadfast leader to come in and say, do you need anything? Can we get you anything? How can we help? And listened and learned and grew with us. And it's, you know, Dr. Dr. Collins, it's been amazing, and we're grateful for you. Thank you. And uh, one of the things that uh, that I want to just talk about today is that we're going to celebrate Collin College being in Wiley. I mean, what, what, what were you talking about earlier? Well, we had mentioned that our podcast is called Achieving Kids, and when we were talking about kids, we're not, we were actually talking about all kids. And so... Not everybody is meant for a four-year university. Um, not everybody's meant for the military. Um, not everybody wants to go straight to work. They want another experience or a certification and not, we can't provide every single thing of that in Wiley ISD because we're wanting to graduate really awesome kids, but that's where the Colin College has stepped in and partnered with us and created incredible opportunities for our kids. So fellas, tell us this. Tell us about the college. What is it like? What do we do? What does it offer? Kind of tell, let's, let's say what say what we're getting here because it's awesome. Well, you want to go back to the founding days a little bit? I would love, love that. It. Let me let me tell you what we did. We we had about eleven or twelve people running for the board, and I was one of the nine that got elected to the board at that point in time. Kerry Cox became our initial chairman of the board. We elect chair. We elect officers every two years. So uh, we sat down and did a master plan, and that master plan we do three. We drew three circles. 
At the center of the first circle was Plano. At the center of the first, second circle was McKinney. At the center of the third circle was Frisco. Mm-hmm. We said, okay, after that master plan, this is these are where the growth is going to going to occur. But we made the president operate out of McKinney. And the reason we did that, Plano at that time was the largest city in the county and had the, the most students. But we made the president operate out of McKinney because we wanted to be known as a Collin County College, not as a Plano College. Mm. And so when we got into a, a fight later on about the Frisco campus, we tried to hold a, a bond election to fund the first buildings in the Frisco campus. And Plano opposed it and defeated the election. And so we then put together our head and started coming up with other schemes for funding that building, and we funded it. And I'll never forget, I had a friend call me, really angry one, one day, said, we voted not to have that campus. I said, no, you didn't vote not to have the campus. You voted not to fund it with a revenue bond. Mm. We figured out another way to pay for it. We'd already decided on the campus we're going to have it there. Oh, and, that's, and that's what we did. Wow. So that's kind of, that was kind of the beginning. That was kind of our beginning philosophy. We wanted to be known as a, as a Collin County College, not as a Plano College. We wanted, we wanted all the major areas in the, in the county to be covered with accessibility. That's my big issue is accessibility. Mm-hmm. I want every student in this county to have easy access to Collin College education. In fact, I was speaking with Neil this morning. I said, Neil, is there a way we can get our foundation to really put together a long target to build an endowment where we could fund the majority of scholarships for all the students? Oh, for students who go to school That's basically incredible. for free. If we could ever get to that point, then we'd, we'd be in community college heaven, I guess, if we did that. Well, you know, the the price that we do, our kids pay, is just a fraction of what you pay for a four-year university. Yeah. And it's just huge. When yeah. the kids came, my own kids took advantage of it and probably still will and through their college experience from a dual credit perspective, unless Dr. Spicer was mentioning, the dual credit piece lets them put their toe in the water. That's right. And helps them understand that college is accessible and can be really a big part of their life if they just take yeah. advantage of it, right? My niece's daughter went and did dual credit out of McKinney and went to Texas A&M almost as a sophomore. Yes. Yeah. And my kids the same way. And uh, it's just, it really is that thing where the parents come in and say, you're getting that that bang for your buck that you wouldn't have otherwise gotten and it makes the senior year relevant. Oh, the yeah. junior year relevant. Yeah. It's just huge. And so when you talk about that and you talk about this and you come and one of the first people who came and talked to me 10 years talking about service and we were so grateful and appreciative of you. How did Wiley happen? Do you want to talk about we, that? Yeah, we had been we had been looking at Wiley and then Neil's jumping in anytime. He knows probably more about it than I do. But we've been looking at Wiley for a long time. We could not figure out, we could not get the right piece of land for the, for the college. And one of the things that we like to have with our sites is good access good transportability to the sites. If you look at all of our campuses, uh, well, if you go to the McKinney campus, at one time we owned the land across the creek to, between 75 and, and the campus. Oh. So we had that pretty well control, that land control. And that's a good good location for us from an accessibility standpoint. Mm-hmm. Spring Creek's a good location for us, from a, or Plano, from an accessibility standpoint. So what I, what I really want to see us have is access, and so we wanted to have a good location. When this land popped up here in Farm in uh, Wiley, it was perfect for us. Great access from just the whole area right in right in that point. And so that's what we look for is good access for our campuses. We struggled for a long time to try to find a spot here. Uh, we even looked down at Wiley at one time. I couldn't get past the railroad uh, yeah. down there. And uh, this site here finally bubbled up, and we were able to jump on it and go. So now we got a major campus here. Wow. 
Following up on Bob's uh, comment about the three circles and the original master plan, when I arrived, and I arrived uh, six years ago, April 6th. Has it been six years? It's been six years. <laughs> so the board at the time sat me down and says, we really want to create a master plan, make sure we're looking at the future. And accessibility was a big issue, as Dr. Yeah. Collins mentions. Another big issue was making sure that we were relevant in, in offering the right programs to mm -hmm. include all college, all students in Collin County and beyond. And so we worked with a lot of different groups to create that plan. We figured out what are the major growth industries in the area. And we looked at Wiley. We looked at the land we owned in Farmersville and Salina. We had 75 acres or so in both places. The board had purchased about 10 years prior. And we started asking the question, where do we need to be and how big does it need to be? And I want to give credit, you know, David, I give credit a lot to you for helping us get to Wiley because you organized the initial meetings that ultimately resulted and Wiley and Saxe competing to give the college land to build a campus. Right. And it worked out here in Wiley. It's just a fantastic uh, situation, but you put all that together. So uh, I'm not going to let you get away with the podcast that doesn't give credit no. to where credit's due. <laughs> Honestly, though, the thing that I'm going to come back at you and say is this. Guys, they listened. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things, like, take, for example, when a kid is coming from Wiley East, and they, they, they lined up the road from Wiley East on Brown to immediate accessibility, so it was quick access to mm -hmm. our kids in our school, and looked at how they were going to do entrance and, and egress as far as traffic goes. I mean, you're an engineer, and so that's a really important thing, but every detail, and they just came in and said, hey, here's our plan. We want you to rubber stamp it. We have a, a, a community center there. Mm -hmm. We have all of these things that once COVID's over will be at our fingertips, mm -hmm. and during this time of uncertainty, it's been so nice for our kids that graduated, not just our dual credit kids, to have a place to go, though they didn't have to drive to Spring Creek. And it's just accessible. And, you know, yeah. we were worried about traffic. Your planning has been so good. Well, the wonderful thing about this is that Wiley is a great location. It's worked out very well for us. But, you know, the I got to give credit to another superintendent while we're talking. We originally, in the master plan that came out in 16 that the board had commissioned us to do, we had 320,000 square foot buildings on the Frisco, Plano, and McKinney campuses. And I sat down for breakfast with Lance Hint, who was the superintendent at that time at Allen. Yeah. And he goes, what are you doing building three separate facilities? Why don't you build something right, right here on 121 next to our steam center? And I said, well, that's very expensive land. And he goes, but what you're missing is at Custer and 121 are where the four largest school districts right. connect oh, yeah. the bus routes already run there you could do something in cooperation bigger than anything any of us could do alone this could be really fantastic so kudos to lance hint and because i know a good idea when i hear one <laughs> <laughs> and that was uh, so we've had you know here's an example i know it's your podcast but we've got two superintendents who kind of changed the direction mm. of Collin college by some great ideas some initiatives we probably wouldn't be where we are in Wiley without your intervention, David. And we wouldn't be where we are with the technical campus, which is of tremendous value to this county, if it weren't for another superintendent uh, sharing his vision for what might be a, a step beyond where we were thinking. And so it's really wonderful. These partnerships yield a lot. They really do. And like, I will say this, when you guys were deciding what we would do, we went both to the Workforce Commission because we really feel like as a school district that our job is to feed the economy in terms of workforce and workforce development. So when we did that, Colin College helped us in that analysis. And we realized we needed a couple of things. We needed health care mm -hmm. and we needed it in a big, giant, comprehensive, significant way. And we needed engineering. Mm 
And so we had about 40, 50 kids in both of those programs. And do you, I hate to put you on the spot. Do you know how many would we even roughly have? It's all, it's not quite a thousand kids I, in each I would program. Say about 600. Yeah, it's hundreds of students. And through those conversations about you telling us that that was a need and through us being able to do partnerships with them, we even have a board member who teaches for you, Dr. Day, who teaches engineering. And it's a game changer. I mean, we're changing the economy and we're, we're giving kids. One of the things that we always say is if people are going to thrive, they need hope and well-being right. and engagement. Mm-hmm. Right. And so when you look at that and you see the kids in 1985 and the kids today, what would you say? How has Collin College changed since that initial group of kids that went through? What does it look like now to you? Well, I'll tell you, when we first started, uh, we were operating out of the high schools there in Plano primarily. Really? Plano Senior High. And our offices were at the corner of uh, 15th, West 15th Street and Alma mm-hmm. on oh that, that bank building there. So John Anthony and his staff had an office up there on the fourth or fifth floor, wherever they were. And that's where we were operating. And we were operating out of the high schools at that point in time. So we, we put together that master plan I'm telling you about, and we started construction immediately. Well, we bought the Donnie Osmond land, the Donnie Marie Osmond land. That was McKinney. Wait a minute. Yeah. This is. Yeah, I didn't tell you that. What? That's the best part of yeah. this whole part. I'm, I'm leaving with that. All right, let me tell you that. <laughs> Did you get to meet Donnie and Marie? No, I didn't. No. But I think they may have lost some money on their investment there, but oh, never, nevertheless. Uh, no. We, we were trying to find spots to put our initial campuses in. We had the land down in uh, Farmers, I mean, in uh, Plano pretty well identified at that point in time, but we were looking for land in McKinney. And that building there where the, the McKinney campus is was originally a V-shaped building. Yeah. And that was a spec office building that Donnie Marie Osmond had built and had 110 acres with it. And so we were able to, it was, it was a troubled real estate investment. And so we were able to get it and buy the 110 acres and the building. Oh my now we gosh. spent a lot of money making that building useful for education purposes, but nevertheless, that's what, that's the core of our campus right there. Man. That's why you have a podcast, Get You Get Stories About Donnie and Marie. <laughs> so Donnie and Marie. When you think about that, so you're going to enroll at UNT, you're going to enroll at Texas Tech, Texas A&M, you talked about A&M. Yeah. So, you know, I know I have a kid in college and how much you know, it's per cost per, even for a state school. Mm-hmm. What's the difference in terms of cost, I mean, for a state school and in, in college? Well, we're at $54 a semester hour right now, and the universities are generally at least double that, if not more. Mm-hmm. And so it's a significant savings. It truly I, is. I did a kind of a, a rough, rough estimate the other day. It's far more than that for the universities. Jim Moore has, he's another candidate's running this time too. He has three children at A&M right now. And he thinks that Collin College has saved his family $50,000. Oh, my goodness. Uh, that's is a, that that's right? a tremendous hit, yeah. Well, you know, Cal, my son went to Tech, but he had a lot of his friends stayed behind. Yeah. And uh, because of COVID and the reasons and for whatever mm. reason— and they're just saying, you know, they're getting every service, every opportunity that one could even ask for in Wiley. Yeah. And, you know, one question that we might ask you is, so a kid graduates, I mean, what, so what, what can they, 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 um, what can they get in Wiley? Well, you know, one thing they can get, it's kind of an interesting story is uh, they can get an ag program that wouldn't have ever existed if Wiley ISD hadn't given us access to your animal barns and oh, your properties. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tell them about that. <laughs> yes. That's kind of a big deal. We had a situation, you know, our faculty have been involved in all of these majors. We have discipline leads and well, there was a meeting on one of our campuses, and I'll, I'll not specify which, where an individual said there's no way you can do vet tech, there's no way you can do ag, you don't have the resources for it. 
And one phone call later, we had identified the resources as a result, David, again. And I'm, I'm not trying to brag on you here, <laughs> but you've been an incredible partner to us. But it means something. Do you know when we were we had the county show this week, or the, the, the local show this week, mm-hmm. and how many kids love telling you about what they get to do as a part of this? Well, here's the deal. We're not just an urban county. No. no. We have a whole lot of area that's still rural. And so if Collin College is going to reach out and provide resources for every student that wants to come to college and wants to better themselves, mm-hmm. we've got to include what's happening in rural Collin County as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've, I've skipped something, and I want to go back to it. Uh, talking about Dr. Collins' comment about the original master plan, I'm only the third president of Collin College. John Anthony was here for 14 years or so, Carrie Israel for 16 and those two men, uh, they both, it's not easy to start something from scratch. Mm-hmm. And John Anthony did a, an absolute yeoman's job, put a lot of structures in place that service to this day very, very well. Then Carrie came along and refined on the model and took us from Quad C to Collin College and, and kind of painted a, a broader picture. And guys, it's just not every day that you have that kind of a foundation to build on. Mm-hmm. And so without that foundation, we wouldn't be where we are today. But think about what's happened. During the COVID crisis, we're one of a handful of colleges, only two or three that I know of in Texas, that grew in enrollment substantially. Oh, wow. During the COVID crisis, we opened two new, brand new campuses, and frankly, now a third at soft opening in Farmersville because the construction finished sooner. And so there's just some tremendous things. We're very, very proud of the fact that we didn't have to lay off a single employee, and we were able to continue it forward, mostly online, but we didn't leave anybody behind. We have one EMT class that was supposed to finish in a matter of weeks. Well, they finished in about that number of months as a result of COVID. <laughs> yeah. But the, the key words in that sentence are, they finished. Yeah. But David, you asked what students could do. We have fantastic partnerships with our universities and getting stronger every day. We have great partnerships with the University of North Texas, Texas A&M. We have fantastic partnerships with Texas Tech, which Thank I know that you. you're a, a big fan you. of. That's <laughs> I was waiting for. <laughs> Texas Women's, as well as University of Texas at Dallas. And so those partnerships continue to flourish. And I think that uh, if you really look at Collin College through a, a, a twin lens, a large number of our students come to us to get their basics out of the way and transfer. Yes. Mm-hmm. They're going to take between 15 and 60 hours, yeah. and more and more are taking more and more because of the price factor as well as the calling is fun. And then we have a group of students who are starting to take advantage of our expanded health care, police, EMT, mm-hmm. fire, all the different things we've got, including all the technical courses at the new technical campus. And then I guess if you were to add another lens, we've got incredible partnerships. Do you know that 20% of our students are now dual credit students throughout Collin County. Is that right? And the original master plan strategic plan that Dr. Collins and the board approved called for us to offer a minimum of 10 courses at every high school regardless of location. And so the idea there was to give everybody a chance to earn their freshman year Mm -hmm. before they left Collin County. Dr. Mackin, I I hate to interrupt, or maybe I don't. Um, So you have 34 uh, area high schools that you include in your... um, annual report to the public high schools and which one is number one in the number or percentage of students entering Collin College after graduation? Uh, Rockwall. No, sir. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not according to the report that I have. That would be Wiley oh, oh, High School. Oh, I'm sorry. You had an answer that you wanted me to give Correct. you. Correct. And number four? 
Uh, Wiley is, Wiley East High School. Wiley is number one. <laughs> yes, we are. Did you hear that? Can you say that one Wiley more time? Wiley is number Thank one. You, you guys you also much. are highest in penetration rate, and high and, and penetration rates the percentage of students that come to Collin mm-hmm. after high school. And that's uh, again, it's about leadership, and it's about uh, a college-going community, and working to form that in line with the values that you espouse here at Wiley ISD. So you know, the thing is, so we have embedded faculty, and we pay, and we help our teachers get certified because they can teach till credit but yeah. we have a, a lot of folks who come in and teach one period of campus right. period on campus so uh dr collins is, this is a great story about my daughter is in dual credit this year and, and in economics and she came home one night and was just telling me that the Collin college professor came to all of their events and they would write them notes and tell them things brought them chick-fil-a talked to them about how much he appreciated them what you need to understand is the economics professor is not one of our embedded professors. He's yeah. actually a college, college professor that y'all send to. I want to take campus. that course. It's, it, it's, you will, you will, I'll let you take it for free. Yeah, <laughs> it, it sounds, sounds like it's food and everything yeah, is right. very good. Yeah. And so, but the thing is, is that your family and coming back to that notion of where we were and where we are, you never quit helping me at the very first day. And it seems like subsequently every year past, you would say, how are we doing? What can yeah, we do yeah, to grow? Yeah. And even though it wasn't a physical building, Dr. Matkin, I mean, Dr. Collins helped us through that whole process. And, you know, I always talk about hope, well-being and engagement in terms of mm-hmm. achievement. But mm-hmm. you were that hope and that lifeline that kept well, us going. I, I, you may be overstating that a little bit, David, but I'll tell you one thing. We've had our eye on Wiley for a long time, and it was a long time coming for us. And so it was really mm-hmm. exciting to see us actually getting something on the ground here and something popping up and developing so that we've got a significant campus here now. Uh, reaching this part of the county, my my concern right now is making sure that we don't stop, that we keep going. I'll just you talked about when we started in 1985. This has been a the project of a lifetime for me yes. to, to be doing this. Uh, I, I was talking to Senator Florence Shapiro just a few days ago, and she said, "You're running again." I said, "Yes, I'm running again." I said, "Florence, you remember when we were on a council together in Plano?" We've had a lot of things that we've been able to have been able to do here in the county. This is probably the most magical county in the state of Texas, to it be honest with you. It is a nice one, isn't it? Uh, yeah, and it's been a great joy for all of us. And Florence said the same thing: to be able to be involved here and see what's happening in the county. And so we saw this with with Wiley, and, you know, snapshot of that with Wiley. Now we've got to worry about the rest of the county. We can't stop. We have a lot of people want to do something big and then just stop. We can't do that. We've got to keep going. Yeah. Uh, and we've got to make sure that kids in the northeastern, the western, the northern part of the county all get access to this education. They've got to have access to it. Well, and you've done that. And the yeah. thing is, not only for our high school kids, but there's others coming and going. And you're reaching into not, not only, you know, Wiley ISD, but our, our, our friends in Garland ISD from Sachse High School. Yeah. And yeah. It's so accessible and it's so easy to, to, to get to the campus. And so they do that. Yeah. Well, you know, and I mean this, and we, a lot. It's this is not just me saying this. Calling college coming to Wiley, Wiley is probably one of the greatest things that ever happened to our community. I mean, it really is, and we want to continue that. So, you know, Kim, can you want to talk to us a little bit about some of the things, the, the classes and courses that we offer? I mentioned a few things. Do you want to talk well, a little before, bit about before Kim jumps in? I love to interrupt her just like she did me earlier. <laughs> so I love this. this but here's the de- here's the deal. You guys talked about an economics faculty member that brought Chick-fil-A and went above and beyond. Yeah. You guys, I'm proud of the buildings we built. I really am. And I'm proud that we're here in Wiley. It's going to make a lifetime difference for a long, long period of time yeah. uh, in, in, down the road. But the real difference are the faculty members who give everything 
right. uh, to make sure those students succeed. And so, you know, again, buildings are gorgeous. It's great to have a good building. <laughs> but if without the faculty, uh, it's just a building. So I want to just make sure I get that in there. I'm sorry I interrupted you. I don't, Listen, I, don't, me, I don't really think that you are. Go ahead, Dr. I, I was just going to say, I, I agree completely with Neil. Our faculty is great. Mm-hmm. And, and we have just outstanding teachers uh, throughout the whole college. My, my niece's daughters went to school at Collin for dual credit. They just rave about the faculty, how good they are. They really are. Yeah. And, you know, it's so neat. And it starts, you know, not only that, Kim can talk a little bit about this and kick it off. We have faculty that are actually counseling that are in our buildings that help us get registered and stuff from Collin College. Yeah, one of the th- initiatives that y'all started about three years ago, I think, is where you had a, a Collin College dual credit counselor mm-hmm. that you put on the high school campuses. I think we split one between our two mm-hmm. high schools and they help our kids with the enrollment process to make sure they're registered in the right courses and stuff like that. Uh, but Dr. Collins, what speaks to me the most as I've listened to you talk today and the legacy um, that you have created at Collin College is that with every barrier that has been put up during the last um, 15, 21, 36 years, you figured out another way to make it happen. When your friend called you and said, um, no, no, you're not going to do that in Plano. And you said, no, we didn't say we weren't going to build another <laughs> campus. You figured out another way to make it happen. That's right. And that's what I have experienced consistently in all of my relationships that I have built with Collin College is if we can't figure it out this way, we'll just figure out another way to make it happen. We've always, we've always been blessed with outstanding presidents. Neil didn't say this a moment ago and I hesitate to tell him he's outstanding now, but the, the, the tenure of our presidents tells a story in itself. I I haven't done the numbers on this, but I suspect if you find the average tenure of college presidents, probably four or five years, six years, that's correct. Ours are going 10, 12, 15 years each. So that's just something about the, about the college, about the county, about the environment that we're in, that people want to stay and make something happen. I agree. And he's a good man to work with. He can stay around for another 10 or 12 years. (laughs) You have that seal of approval. That's all you really need. We've got two or three minutes left. Go ahead. We have a lot of, um, it's not just high school parents that listen. And so if you think about all of our kids learning about Colin College, even the little bitties and things to expect and to grow into, can you just tell us about like some of your popular areas of study, things that you are proud of, some really cool stuff so people know, oh, I'm, I'm interested in that for the well, future. First of all, our medical campus is, most of our medical programs are centered in McKinney. Okay. It's not our medical campus, but it is home to most of our medical programs. And so as a result, we have people driving as far away as Oklahoma wow. on the other side of Fort Worth to take these programs. Our nursing program, uh, which under Dr. Israel's leadership years past, became uh, one of the national exemplars, the only community college to be recognized as such in the state. It's just an absolute phenomenal program. Mm -hmm. Uh, There are other programs that are just amazing. The college transfer programs and the core, uh, never to be underestimated because, again, if your goal is a four-year degree, getting 30 to 60 hours Colin is incredible. Mm Specific areas of study, though, if, if you haven't been out to the new Public Safety Training Center in McKinney. Oh, it's cool. It's the home for our fire academy. It's the home for our police academy. And it's got some unique features that are just absolutely stunning. I mean, we're now training DEA agents, FBI agents, all oh, kinds wow. of folks that are coming. We're partnering with the Texas Commission on Law Enforcement on all kinds of unique courses. And we didn't set out to be that that center point for that, but it's becoming obvious that it's becoming <laughs> that. So there's just a lot of great programs. 
We mentioned also the technical programs that we've added. We're very proud of those. Mm -hmm. But everything from insurance management to ag that Mm -hmm. we mentioned earlier, there's just a a constant reinvention and looking to make sure that we're relevant to the needs of the, the county. And we're excited to do that. Let me add one other thing. This is just telling the story of where we are now. We have a long ways to go. And what we're going to see happening here is a lot of introspection and question about how do we deliver education? Mm-hmm. How do we get it to the students? How do, do they have to go to a building all the time or do they have to go to the building part-time and so forth and so on? That line of questions are starting to unfold right now. So Neil's challenge going forward is how do we best deliver? Will we need big campuses all in the future? Maybe not. Maybe we just need centers where we can provide education like that. And then with the advent of really available high-speed broadband, what can you do there? Now, let me tell you this. I teach 90 students right now remotely, and I hate it. (laughs) And the reason why is I like to be in a classroom looking at eyeballs when I'm talking. So we've got to come up with better delivery schemes. That's going to be our challenge going forward. How do we deliver in an effective manner going forward with the technology we have available to us? You know, one thing I should mention, Dr. Collins, uh, is that, and you kind of talked about modalities and ways of delivering education. We've been in the process of creating another campus that, that a lot of people don't know about yet, and it's called iCollin. And it's our online campus operating truly as a, a distinct campus. Hmm. It was scheduled to launch in the fall of 2021. <laughs> uh, it launched in March of 2020. We've hired an executive dean that's overseeing that program. She's fantastic, Dr. Lee. And as it grows, we, we are focusing on how to better deliver online education, but with a full suite of services, full access to library, full access to student services. And we're also modifying and upgrading all of our internal systems for finance, for HR, and eventually for student. And I've been, uh, been uh, teased a little bit by some about the term Amazonification. <laughs> and I don't mean a sellout. I don't mean pay education. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about ease of doing business, customer service focus, student focus, and orientation. Mm-hmm. And the, the goal is, is our, our lives there are complex. If we can be that bastion of, oh, that was easy, just mm-hmm. to mimic a popular commercial theme, Absolutely. wouldn't that be fantastic? Sure. So removing barriers, helping people get to the colleges. And these remote access points now, and remote being Wiley, Farmersville, Salina, all these different areas that we're blanketing the county, as transportation gets more difficult in this county, and it, mm-hmm. it's getting more crowded every day, we're very pleased to have places where people can get to easily and not be a disincentive to getting an education. Well, okay. this is awesome. And can you tell us about, Dr. Spicer, about how, what we do in at our, all of our, both of our high schools with Colin? What do we do? Well, we partner with them and we provide, um, I think currently 15 different dual credit classes. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids can earn a potential of 47 uh, potential credit hours. Um, one of the things that we're doing, we're looking at lots of opportunities to expand, not necessarily on the uh, basic foundational core curriculum, as much as we are looking at ways to partner perhaps with welding or ag, like Dr. Matt can mention earlier. Um, we were sad that EMT got canceled for a little bit because of COVID, but we're really excited for that partnership to start back up. Well, you know, we had a difficulty because of students under 18, the, our partners yeah. who provide that clinical training weren't allowing them in the uh, the EMT training 
vehicles and that kind of thing. So it's, it's been a challenge for us. Well, and getting those 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 uh, practicum hours in, in the environment that we're in, I, I don't know how I would have felt about sending our kids to those places either. But I'll be excited when we're able to start that back up. And I think we were able to really build our um, medical terminology dual credit opportunities because of EMT going away yes, for a little bit. Yes, ma'am. And all of our seniors. Everybody gets to get enrolled. Absolutely. That's right. We started that, I don't, I don't know, four or five years ago? Yeah. So every student in Wiley ISD, before they graduate, they're enrolled to get ready to go to the school because, you know, you don't know. And this opens that opportunity. So you kids from mm-hmm. Yale to Texas Tech to A&M to Baylor to SMU, all of them are going to be enrolled in Collin College and they come home and they can take a credit hour That's and get right. it done. Our our goal was for the kids to all be able to be admitted to your university, um, your college college before they left Wiley ISD schools. Mm -hmm. And it really came in handy because a bunch of them that were planning on going to four year institutions elsewhere um, in the fall of 20 decided because of all of the circumstances that existed that they weren't going to go to school there. But we had already laid the foundation for them. Yeah. And they transitioned right into Collin College. It was an excellent, excellent, you know. You know, something, of events. Great something, idea. Right. Something you guys are doing here in Wiley that I, I think uh, you know it already, but I'll maybe put it in the terminology that you haven't heard before, and I'm, I'm sure it'll feel familiar, and you'll I think you'll agree with me. When I get into a big audience of people that are successful professionals and that type of thing, I know something about them immediately. From a young age, they experience success after success, because success is built on one another. Mm-hmm. And what you're doing by having students enroll at Colin or apply to Colin before they graduate They've already overcome that hurdle. They already know that they can go to Colin. And so it, it's a small thing, but it's not. It's, it's a, another success, something that they can check, check the box. And I do think that success breeds success. And I think that uh, giving students opportunities to, to succeed and opportunities to feel good about themselves and opportunity to advance their careers and their opportunities, I think that's just a, a positive, positive step. Well, you know, Dr. Mackin, one of the really joys in my heart about offering high school kiddos dual credit opportunities is sometimes for first generation kiddos who don't have any um, family experience to fall back on, mm-hmm. for them to go to college while in high school, get college credit That's and huge. realize they can do it. It's huge. Well, increase and expand their opportunities for when they leave us. You are exactly right. Well, we are about out of time. And here's the thing, Amanda, gratitude and celebration. Is there anybody we're more grateful for than Colin College? No, it's, inc- it's incredible. And we get to keep the partnership. We just keep going. Well, the thing is, is that if you have a need for those who are listening, let us know. We'll put notes in this, and this will be a part of a blog with regard to what we offer and how we do things at Colin College. And it's going to go out to the 30,000 plus people that we uh, send our information to. And Dr. Collins, Dr. Matkin, Dr. Spicer, thanks. Y'all are awesome. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. Thanks, friends. Thank you.